0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Believe in Boston College, Episode 4. I'm your host, Trevor Hass, alongside Jeremy Trueblood and Matthias Kiwanuka. Boston College had a chance on the road against Clemson last week. Lost 19-13, a game the Eagles really could have won. Some costly fourth-quarter mistakes and some good play by Clemson led to a tough loss. BC is still in a good spot overall at 4-1 gets the bye this week and then NC state at home under the lights next week on the 16th. So the Eagles are in an ideal spot, but this was a tough one. So Jeremy and Matthias, just curious your thoughts on last week's game against Clemson just what went right, what went wrong. And what are your impressions of the game?
0: It was a heartbreaker uh, for sure. I was completely emotionally invested in this one. Um, I thought the defense came out and played solid. I think the, the team as a whole, you know, you got you to gotta take the positives out of it, right? Like there were a lot of lessons learned out there. Um, they fought, they battled. Um, you know, they, they stood their ground on defense a lot and the offense was able to, to, to make some plays. It just, it just wasn't enough in the end. I mean, we can get into the specifics of, of where, um, little things went wrong here and there, but I thought as far as, um, uh, the team play, they had a lot to be proud of. They had a lot to hold their head up about. Um, they showed a lot of, you know, grit, a lot of tenacity, a lot of, you know, fight and. And boy, whew, I feel for him because that, that's a tough one to loss. That's a game that we definitely could have won and should have won.
2: I, I agree. I, I saw it as a game. It was like when I rewatched, it, it was like a slugfest, right? I thought that when I first watched it, I was a little bit more disappointed at the end, right? Just because I was so invested in how like close the game was, right? Like each team was doing good things, but it seemed bad things too, right? So you can say good and bad um, like in any game, but you know, um, I think that the defense is pretty good. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that they do, they make big plays and good plays. I think the offense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, they obviously we shot ourselves in the foot. Right. So we can pick it at a part later. But, um, like you said, I think there's plenty of things we did well, but not good enough that we won. So who cares
0: from a, from a defensive perspective, it's like when you, when you look at, you know, like the 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 whole course of the game, it's like we always talk about like build a wall, or at least a, a Giants level, NFL level. We used to talk about like building a wall, build a wall, build a wall, right? So like hat in your gap, get in your gap, secure your gap, and have faith that the guy next to you is gonna do the same thing. And for like the majority of the game, you know you can you can see it. You know the linebackers are coming downhill, the corners are playing, they're setting the edge, you are stringing the plays out all the way along to the sidelines, and and guys are coming up from the second level and making plays at the line of scrimmage or in the backfield, and then boom. You know, like one hat is outside of his gap. You know, one guy gets turned, long run touchdown. Another guy gets turned, and so it, it's it's frustrating. I know we, we talk about the bend but don't break defenses. It's, it's frustrating when and you know like ten guys are doing their job and then that, that one guy gets gets edged out. But that's that's what happens. The the ball finds that hole. If you're outside of your gap, even for a for a second, you know, as um, the talent level increases, that's what happens. You know, the the ball you know trickles right down your gut.
2: yeah right that's a good point i when i was watching the game i thought there was two key points on the defense uh talking about like things that didn't go well let's say right real quick just like a the the long td run right that was just kind of like you bend you break but then that's just like boom you're done um because mm-hmm. like the field position was kind of going back and forth they each team had the ball for a while or a three and out you know it was just and then that happened and then at the end of the game right like with seven minutes to go or so there's like a 40 or 5 40 or 50 yard pass mm-hmm. and those are kind of just like those aren't bend no break like those are like big bends you know what i mean and mm-hmm. then they end up getting three points out of those on that, on that long pass
0: guys. That long pass you are talking about um, down the sideline, I, I thought Maitre showed some some great speed. That was one thing that I noticed about the team as a whole. You know, since yeah. since we left BC, the overall <laughs> athletic ability and the team speed has picked up and has improved. Like you don't see, you know, as soon as somebody breaks on a scrimmage, you, you don't see, oh, all of a sudden, no, everybody's chasing. Like we have individuals out there who are, I mean, like flying around. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was, it was, it was impressive. There was one kid, Isaiah Henderson, got to shout him out. Number 92. Like we always talk about like sprint to the ball. There was a play running down the sidelines. This kid uh, was, I mean, he was chugging out running, you know, DBs and, and whatnot. And that, that's the kind of stuff where I look at when I'm watching the game, it's like, Oh, you know, if I was a coach, like, yeah, we lost, but like, I'm encouraged by that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, you know what? Like that's a kid right there. Like I'm going to, I'm going to create some, some special plays. For him. I'm going to give him a little pat on the back. I'm going to mm-hmm. create some for him and make sure i point him out in the meeting room so that we can get that kind of effort out of everybody
2: yeah you remember like when you would go in and watch film the next day and the coaches would be like it's never as bad as you think it is yeah uh, you know and i heard that so many times where it's never as good as you think it is well like i was pretty upset on saturday okay so i'm sure everyone else was out there who loves bc you know and i was sitting there when i watched it again and i was thinking to myself it's not that bad it's like there are some mm-hmm. good things. When I saw, so I started writing down things like people like, who messed up, right, to see how like, you know, who was responsible for this, that, or the other. And it was like a lot of different people at different times. Mm-hmm. So you talk about the defense being all right in the right gaps the majority of the time, and they were. And I said there was like what two times there really were like mm-hmm. a, it was a splash play. So that's only like mm-hmm. two times. So, but on the offensive side if one person messes up now that's the difference on the offensive side versus the defense on the defense, you can give up a touchdown, you know, Mm -hmm. with one person messing up, but on the offense, if one person messes up, you know, you start over at one and 15, you start over then at one and 20, you get a holding. It's one. And you know, it's, it keeps going back. That one person, it it doesn't get as magnified because you can like catch up for it. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what also didn't happen is like some drop passes, some um, ill-advised throws, some mixed box, this, that, and the other, but it was just one person. Right. So if it was one person at the end of the day, like not griping about it and it was like, well, it's not my fault. Well, It's not your fault. It was actually a collective group's fault, you know, so it was but it was really close. Like, I think, you know, like those two plays, I think are like they kind of make a difference on the, for Clemson to do well against our defense right now. The offense, you look at it and we can talk about things that didn't go well, but and there's a lot, you know, but at the same time, it's not like horrible. I think I mean, what do you guys think?
0: Uh, I mean, I thought, I mean, 311 yards in the air. I mean, the one thing that stands out is, you know, 46 yards rushing. You got, you got to get that up. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I thought, I thought that, you know, we controlled the, um, the play clock and the yeah. special teams came up big time that really block punt. Yeah. That block punt there at that point, I thought, you know, there's no looking back. You know what I mean? We really, we got this one. I was, that's what I was talking about. Like I was emotionally invested in a game. I really thought that, that we were, we were going to take it over. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's. So,
2: it's sorry. Well, I was gonna. I, you really kind of caught my attention with the miss block or the, the rushing yards thing, because as I watch it, like you know, we were kind of saying the O line's really good, right? Mm-hmm. And they are. Mm-hmm. And when I watched the film, I just think if there is a weak link at all, you know, it's normally on the right side of O line, right? And it, that's where it would be, but they're still really good. Mm-hmm. So therefore. It's not them. I'm just telling you when I watch the, it's the cutoff box. It's they ask wide receivers to cut off a big, bad defensive end who doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they ran some stunts <laughs> into some formations where the defensive end slanted across, they brought a Sam up, right? Well, that, the guy who's coming from the backside to knock out that contain guy. Well, he's not there because they're slanting. You know what I mean? So like the guy who's getting cross-faced and beat, these are tight ends and these are wide receivers missing blocks. These are not offensive linemen missing blocks. So, and they were on first down a lot. I saw a bunch on first and second down. Mm -hmm. So when you want to talk about things that are not going well, um, I'm not pointing out those guys and saying they're bad because they're not bad. Cause I was actually thinking some of the tight ends are really good blockers and some of the wide receivers really stick their face in there and do well. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are just minor things. Well, offensive linemen jumped off sides from time to time. That's back to that offensive thing. You know, it's just one person at a time. I don't think that, you know, I, I just recently, and I don't know, you know, how much of the truth there is to this i wouldn't do it as a teammate or a person of this but you know someone i, I saw saying something about it's time to change the quarterback and i'm like get out of here no, there are so no, many good no, pros no yeah. so many good decisions there's drop catches like you know an, just scenarios where first and 20 right third and 25 like how are you supposed to do that mm-hmm. and it was good pro and it wasn't i don't know that's just me on that one um i just saw that and it kind of bothered me
0: that's all right I, so i've I, I completely lost track of what you were saying there because I was like, "How have we not talked about this yet?" You know, how do you run a blitz right off the edge, go in front of a defensive lineman, not get called for anything, and then make a sack? And then that—that's just—that's just—that's okay. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I uh, was yeah, like, "That's true." I know they called it out during the, during the broadcast, but I was like, there's no way that that just happened. That would have given us a first down. That could have changed the whole outcome of the game. And I know like as a player or as a coach, you don't want to like point and say, oh, da, da, da. like you, you got to outplay the officials. You got to like, I've heard all that. But like, come on, man, like that. There's no way that 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 should have been
1: allowed. Yep. Some things are debatable. Some are not. That was not. Pretty clear cut. So I'm curious, just your approach after a loss like that. I mean, obviously it's it's tough. You guys, you know, you're on the road. You're lost by six points. You had a chance to win the game in the final few minutes, and you came up short. So, how do you guys kind of regroup after a loss like that? And is it a good time for a bye week? Is it a bad time for a bye week? Just what are your thoughts on all that?
0: I think it's a it's it's definitely a good time for a bye week. I think after a loss like that, I think because it's an emotional one, um, it's a, it's a good time and they played hard, right. They fought the entire game. We were in it. They went down there. They were prepared. You could tell that like, as the game went on, the defense got better. The defense got stronger. They played stout, you know, so I, I, I would be encouraged by it. And I would probably give them some time off and, you know, like encourage them to get away from it for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like get away from the game. Like we've been, we've been humming along, you know, we've been, we've been chugging along. Like we've done what we've Ask you to do. Uh, you won all the games you were supposed to win, and you fought in the game that you were supposed to, you know, fight in. Uh, it didn't come out our way, but that's all right. You know, like we'll, we'll come back. Let's regroup. Um, but you know, like yeah, just just be encouraged. You know, encourage the good things. Like I said, like with with ninety two running down the field. Like let us bring out some of the like, the positives that have happened through to get us to, to four and one during this season. And let's try to build on that. This is not a time to go into tank. This is not a time to say, oh, well, we lost it. No, nah, like that was, that game is, is over and done. Let's take the, the positives out of it and then let's move forward.
2: That's some good coaches speak right there because like my initial <laughs> reaction, Matthias, and I'm, you're right, uh, but my initial reaction was no, like we need to respond with, we can do better, you know, because my initial thought is always to like, I can do better than that. And let me prove it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as a player, I think sometimes a lot of guys think that, but you're right. I mean, there's time to heal. I, the left tackle, Rabel, he got hurt, you know, so he didn't play again. That kind of affected some of the things that happened there, you know, some pressures and stuff. So, you know, that gives him time to heal. And like you said, maybe even the younger guy or the guy who's replacing him a little calmly some time for some practice, which is good, you know, against a good defense, a really good defense on our number ones and some time to uh, everything you just said. I mean, I think it's a good thing. By weeks are hardly ever bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah they're few and far between you know you all you, know, you could always use it um do I, I don't remember do do they do they get a chance to go home like is this an opportunity for them to, to get out now you're still on campus right
2: for bye weeks yeah i remember when i was a freshman i got to go home when the because i was like not tra- um i didn't travel right so and remember i went home but i don't know i don't think it's a. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, when you're playing, I think you get like two or three days. I don't remember, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think the it's local guys always, if you're local, go home, get a home-cooked meal, you know, get, get some,
0: get relaxed, get in your own bed for a little bit, then come back fresh, ready to go.
2: Yeah, I think I visited Tim Bowman's house and stuff like that. You know, like never ventured too far away. <laughs> I don't know, go out to dinner or something. But just get in your playbook. I don't know, get an ice back on your knee. Watch some film, hang out. Right. Isn't that what you do? Get ready for the next game.
1: Absolutely. Well, cool. and then just, I mean, we're, you know, we're about a third of the way through the season here. Just what do you guys think are the biggest strengths of the team? What are some areas of improvement when you look at the big picture right now? Um,
2: I think, you know, I still always say the offensive line from Boston college. I mean, there's been some down years, but this is a good year. And when I say good, year, I mean, I think a pretty good year. Now that you have dead, some bad things happen from here to, time to time but they're overall good and I, I am impressed with their defense matthias can speak more on that but i think they're stout and fast and really athletic like you said earlier this the speed on the outside is impressive to me and i mm-hmm. think that goes the same with our running backs and our wide receivers i'm impressed with the overall you know just team speed and stuff and i think they're uh, you know well coached and i'm actually just really impressed i don't think there's many things that i want to critique
0: yeah, I mean, I was definitely impressed um, with the defense. I think for for BC to be able to stand up and say, "Look, our our secondary is, is playing. You know, we are we're showing up. We are, we have arrived. Like, we, you know, we are good." That was that was very encouraging. Obviously, up front, you know, we didn't get any sacks. You know, up up front, um, I would love to see that. You know, you got you just got we gotta get some we gotta get some more pressure. I think if you start you start coupling, you know, our secondary play with uh, some increased pressure up front, you know, then, then you, then you got something, you know, then you then you're really, then you're really putting something together because I'll tell you what, those guys in the secondary, my hats off to them. They were challenged um, the entire game and they, and they stood up very well, you know, against a great opponent and, you know, came up with some big plays.
2: Right. And um, I, that's well said. And, um, you know, I, I have a question for you when it comes to, the offense um you know as a defensive guy and you see people start shooting themselves in the foot do you start thinking to yourself like they're lacking confidence this is my time to shine or are you sitting there thinking you're like what is going through your mind you know what i mean it's like this is when you're going to pounce right so i don't think you know, answer that first please what are you, are you talking about like
0: for my, my own teammate Am I, are you talking about like if i'm watching my teammates no, if go like, on the,
2: if you were clemson and you saw us jumping off sides or like you know like but like oh, i, I mean... think we responded right like you don't think like some teams fold, right? I didn't see that from a defensive side. You didn't see that, did you?
0: No, no, we, we definitely didn't fold. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that was a that was a fold type game. I think that's what you're looking for. You know, when when right. a team start when a team starts beating themselves, but it's more than that. It's more about like like what I what I would look for is you know are people putting their heads down? You know, are, are mm-hmm. guys like walking back to the huddle? Are they? you know, screaming and yelling at each other. Like when you start getting the offensive linemen, like bickering at each other and like, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, you know, split off. Like that's when you're like, all right, you know what, we can, we can get them, you know, but we you don't see that. You know, that's, that's like a, that's not a BC thing. Like you don't see guys at BC do that. You didn't see that out there during the game. Um, and, and so nah, like I thought it was, it was definitely a hard fought game. I would, I would, I would, I would tell you, but nah, I saw, um, you know, a group you know, of individuals that, you know, came together. It just, it wasn't enough.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree. So I, my, my thing would say, like when I said there's not much to critique, I mean, there always is. And I think it's just details. And so we always say the game of inches and as an offensive player from what I saw. It's just mm-hmm. small little things like getting into the right formation and having the right guys in the line of scrimmage, so you don't get a penalty or just keeping, you know, your mind and not jumping off sides. You know, I, I did it a few times myself. It's, it doesn't feel good, but it's not good to do it. It puts the team at a disadvantage, it's just small things, you know, like, uh, Rabel was met messing with his knee brace and then the quarterback mm-hmm. goes to like make an audible and he jumps and, you know he starts to twitch a little bit and that's just because he was thinking about his knee brace doesn't he wasn't not thinking he was trying to fix his knee brace you i hated i hated those, I are, hated uh, those knee uh, braces uh, i uh, mean too <laughs> those are so when they get wrong way you can't bend your knee the right I way do. i mean people know i mean i'm sure you can assume that but it's impossible so and uh anyways you know i think it's just like really small details which the bye week will be crucial for so you know in another way i think the bye week is really
1: actually a great thing yeah let's get some let's get some new knee braces for these guys (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how you guys move around in those things i've never had to wear one fortunately knock on wood but if i do i can't imagine it's easy (laughs) it's good it's a career saving thing like i
0: i get it i completely understand it we had to wear the the, the ones where you tape them up, you know, during practice. And then as a defensive player, we had the option to wear them during the game. I think I opted out once I could, but I do remember some times in practice where I would come off like, and somebody would hit me and that knee brace would be bent up. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, if I didn't have that knee brace on, that's an ACL and at least an MCL or something. So um, especially for offensive linemen, when, you know, your, your knees are, are exposed, um, you know, this isn't, let's be honest, this isn't the NFL. These guys are, you know, making a hundred million dollars. Like they, you got to get up and, and walk for the rest of your life after this. So I think, um, player safety is important. Protect yourself, protect your body. You know, think about the longevity of your career and your future. You know, we'll just, we'll just try to get it right.
2: well, well said. But I will throw in just because I have to add in a fun story about this. Matthias one time wouldn't these knee braces you had. You'll ne- never
0: let that go. <laughs> no, because
2: I have a scar still from this. Okay. But uh he had these these knee braces we used to have to tape on. This is before they paid the money to get the nice one that these guys wear now. And uh it, he never wanted to, he took his pad off all the time. There's this little pad that protected a little metal part where it bent back and forth. Those kind of sharp little edges, right? And I was like, you need to put that on there like before we were taping it on there because we'd all take like 10 20 minutes there's great bonding time where we'd sit there and put the knee braces on and tape all us, you know, and talk talk whatever good and bad things but i was like put it on there and he was like no and then we went out there (laughs) to practice a couple weeks later and like he got flipped up by somebody i didn't do it but like as he comes flying by he slices my arm and it doesn't look bad but then it got infected and everything so i made it look worse than it was but i mean that's my point you know like be be careful so you can be Safe for all your friends that are around you so they don't have scars for the rest of their it. Life, was
0: it? Was a, it? was an Selfish. accident. It was an accident. <laughs> we, what they I, all I, say. I've apologized. I thought we've, I thought we <laughs> moved off of this, but apparently not. No, but that, but that's part of the reason why um, am why I, I harped on like the player safety and taking care of your bodies is because you know, I'm 39 years old now, but me at, at BC, nah, I didn't take that brace off. Like, I, I, I remember I took the padding off because I couldn't bend my knee all the way and it, I felt like it was slowing me down. So I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna put some WD 40 in there and I'm. I'm going to take the, um, the extra padding off so I can be as fast as I can. You know, you're just, you're thinking about your performance all the time. Like, I know the mindset that these guys are in. They're trying every little thing to gain every single advantage that they can so that they can be good and they can be better on the field because a loss like that stings, you know? This is their life. This is their, like, you know, potentially their livelihood. Like, I, I feel for these guys. Like, we could talk about little mistakes here and little mistakes there, but, like, they're eating and sleeping this stuff. They wake up at early in the morning before anybody else is up on campus and they're down there in the weight room putting in that time and that effort they're still there in that film room like like they're dedicated and devoted to this so you know to to not get the results you want is is frustrating and when it's a little thing or especially if it's a a, you know a mechanical or an equipment you know issue nah man like we don't have any time for that we don't have any space for that we work way too these kids work way too hard um, to have anything um standing in their way so um but yeah so uh i get it I completely, I completely understand where you're coming from, JT. I, I cut you. I'm the, I'm that, I was that guy. I was, I was that guy. I'll forever be that guy. I will own it.
2: <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I, I, I point fingers there, and then when you weren't looking, I
1: cheap shot you. So I mean, it is what it is. Clearly, thinking, Jeremy doesn't think, think about, it. about it anymore. He's forgotten all about it. So. Oh
0: yeah, he puts, he he lets things go real quick. This guy over
1: here.
2: <laughs> Offensive linemen have very long memories. <laughs> think about yeah. it. I believe it. That adds I up. Believe it. Defensive players need short memory or you know short memories. They got to forget about the bad things. so They can go back and attack, right? You Defensive have to you think have about to. what went wrong to fix it.
0: No, but that's that's the mindset. Like we always said, like you can't let don't let the last play beat you on the next play. If you line up, you put your foot in your your hand in the dirt, and you're still thinking about that last play, you're already beat. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a short term memory as a as a defensive player because no matter how great that that interception was, or no matter how great you know that sack was, like you know, imagine you 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 run down, you get a sack on on second down, and now you you know, you waste all your energy celebrating, you know what I'm saying? And then it's third down and now you give up the, you give up your gap and now they get a first down. Now you stuck on the field, like those kind of things Like you can't, you can't do that. You always gotta be focused on that next play. No matter what, no matter what you did, if it was good, or if it was bad, you gotta let that stuff go and get ready and line up for the next play. And you know, that, that brings me into, you know, this, uh, uh, this BC defense, I feel like they're, they were doing that. You know, that's what I was saying. Like they, they played progressively better and shout out to, um, you know, defense coordinator, like, you know, changing and making adjustments. I felt like the defense looked to be playing better and, and more secure and, you know, the fits were, were, uh, were more accurate as the game went on. That's not easy to do. You know I mean? That, that takes, um, you know, a, a good coordinator on the sidelines, you know, good communication between the signal caller and the coordinator and then getting everybody lined up and ready to go and having that, that faith, You know what I mean? Like, like coming over to the sidelines and being able to inspire people. Now you can draw up all the X's and O's that you want, but if you don't have the ability to inspire these guys, you know, that you're coaching to do and to trust what what you're telling them to do is going to work, then it's not going to work. You know, like, but he obviously has that ability. They have that out there. You can see those guys they're bought in. They believe in what the defense is telling them to do right or wrong. They're all doing it together. And I love that, you know, and I think they're going to go a long way this season.
2: That is exciting stuff from the defense. I will agree. It uh, very well put, and um, I will say I think the coaching staff in general has like made this exciting season. You know, the players have done the work, but like the coaches have helped the players. Uh, you know, so I'm excited for this next game. I know I got some time to think about it, but you know, I I, I look forward to these Saturdays as opposed to you know a few years past, we were just kind of like I hope it's better than last Saturday. You know, like it's exciting <laughs> stuff. So I, I've enjoyed this season a lot. So I'm excited for these guys and it does, it stings when you lose. So I think that was like my big thing when the game was over, I was like, ah, oh, man, I was like all that for, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it stinks, but uh, it is football, you know, and that's what the beauty of it is. You can come back and try again.
1: Beautifully put. <laughs> righty. Well, Absolutely. Boston college will face NC state on Saturday, October 16th at 7:30 PM at alumni stadium game under the lights should be a good one. Pretty even matchup on paper uh bc is four and one we'll look to go to five and one in the season which will put them in a great spot and the eagles still have a chance at eight or nine wins potentially more so we shall see what happens jeremy mathias thanks as always and thank you all for listening and have a great night all right thank you thanks
0: thank you for listening to believe